The ROTC can seem like a members-only secret club, and those texts from recruiters can make some feel mighty unpatriotic. Many don't even know what the acronym stands for. So what's the truth about the program? I'm Clayton Murphy, and this is your Common Cast for the week of March 13th. This week, we sat down with some members of UM's ROTC to get the inside scoop. The ROTC, or Reserve Officer Training Corps, is basically a training program for students who want to be officers in the U.S. military. Through traditional classes, training exercises, and other drills, students will graduate as what's called a second lieutenant. These are officers that are usually put in charge of a platoon of around 30 soldiers. Tracy Mitchell is the recruiting officer for UM's program and says ROTC is a majority player in the next generation of U.S. military leadership. We produce about 70% of the Army officers for the military. And so really students are just in college pursuing whatever degree they want to pursue. They're not majoring in military studies. They're majoring in whatever. Um, and then they agree to term of service as an Army officer after. The other 30% comes from schools like the U.S. Military Academy at West Point. But that's for the hardcore military prospects pursuing a combat-centered education. UM does offer a military science major studying the theories and institutions of military strategy, but it's not required for members. According to admissions, most of UM's ROTC students have majors outside the military department. Most mornings in the Reserve Officer Training Corps begin at 0500, with members, or cadets, doing all sorts of physical drills. One of these is called a ruck. Cadets march in full uniform, carrying a 45-pound backpack. 21-year-old wildlife bio major A.J. Toledo is brand new to the program and remembers her first ruck. You have to do six miles at a very brisk pace of like four or five miles an hour. So for me, with short legs, it's like a jog. I was dying the entire time, and my boots suck. I'm still trying to break them in, so when I like took off all my clothes when I got back, I was like bleeding profusely from the back of my legs. Toledo says one of the athletic stars of her squad, known as a PT stud to cadets, finished the ruck in a little over an hour with a 90-pound pack, compared to her hour and a half. Through all the rigorous drills and exercises, she's definitely thought of giving up, but she says she remembered a promise she made to an old friend. She was my goalie coach as a kid, and she was a Marine. She was a combat medic, and she left for deployment when I was about 16. She were to find somebody injured, even if it was on the other side, that she would always help them. And she was the person that I always wanted to be if I were to ever join uh, military, but she didn't come back. And before she left, I promised her that I would give it a shot. Toledo tried out for the Marines at 17, but didn't make it because of years of knee surgeries. Thoughts of the military took a back seat for the next few years, but Toledo didn't forget her promise. If, even if I don't get into the Army and it doesn't work out or whatever, um, I, I know that she will always have my back, that she'll be supportive no matter what happens, but I wanted her to know that I gave it my best shot. Toledo says she's just as inspired by fellow cadets 
like Junior Carlin Ponsness. The 20-year-old human bio major is in her third year of ROTC and thinks she has some of the exercises figured out. Rucks are kind of like our hawker walks, just with a really heavy bag. Yeah, they, they are what you make it. I like to pop in a Jolly Rancher. Ponsness transferred from the University of San Francisco last August. Switching schools is a feat of its own, but training to be a lieutenant on top of that? The hard credit load with ROTC, since it is about five credits, kind of equates to about a part-time job. So balancing that while adjusting to a new school was a bit much last semester. Not only is the program demanding, but Ponsness says attitudes from the outside can be overwhelming as well. A lot of stigma around it is we just play army, dress up as army, which isn't the case. Like, we're training to be officers, and we spend our time getting a degree, educating ourselves, while also preparing for our military career. And she's not alone. Pat Beckwith is the director of military and veteran services on campus and notices some of students' widespread attitudes about the program. From the outside looking in, it looks like just a, you know, a very kind of one-dimensional group pursuing their goals. And the way I oftentimes break it down is uh, it's very much kind of like athletes, that they are so dedicated and committed to a sport that takes a lot of their time that invariably that's who they are around most of the time or the programs that they go to or the buildings that they stay in quite a bit. Beckwith used to instruct UM's ROTC program and now oversees most of the military support and outreach programs on campus. During his time as an instructor, he remembers some of the tougher drills he had his cadets do. Oftentimes, the M is kind of a great place to do team building exercises. We carry heavy things, whether it's a litter, medicine balls, kettlebells, uh, and as a team, you're kind of given a distribution of these items to take all the way up to the M. You'll hear them. You can be down in the parking lot, and I'll hear cadets yelling at each other to pick something up, to move faster, to hurry up, to you know stop being weak, don't quit. Who wouldn't get a little heated? It's tough stuff, but Beckwith says that's the point. There's friction. There's tension. Um, sometimes it's just a matter of you will sit and wait in the snow in really, really cold temperatures, as you're preparing to conduct a movement through the woods, you know, it sounds very abrasive. And when they're back down, we oftentimes talk to them, like, what were good motivation techniques? And they all find out that, that yelling at each other is not the best way. It's really helping each other. As much as the word is thrown around by recruiters, Beckwith says camaraderie really is the backbone of the program. But he also says there's so much more to being a cadet than putting on a uniform. And the attitudes toward ROTC on campuses is similar to kind of the sentiments toward general military service is there's now a large gap between those who serve in the military and those who don't. And I think that there's this misconception that people in ROTC are becoming these warriors that are going to go to war or always carry a rifle. He says these students shouldn't be defined by the ROTC and that they're really just pursuing their degrees with a focus on service. Most of the graduates of the program don't ever see combat, like Toledo, who's hoping to join the military's veterinarian services to help with their canine units. And UM's ROTC actually ranks pretty high in the nation. 
Every year, the country's ROTC programs compete at Summer Camp, a five-week series of tests at Fort Knox, Kentucky. Lieutenant Colonel Ben Culver, the chair of military science at UM and chair of the ROTC program, says it ranks in the top 15% of America's 247 programs. So nationally, there's about 5,600 cadets who do that every year. Our cadets almost always stay in the top third, which means that they're likely, they're most likely to get their branch choice when they come on to uh, active duty or into the National Guard. Last year, five out of six of UM's graduating cadets got their top choices, like becoming infantry officers or attending flight school. Watch out, Maverick. That's right. It's actually a bit of a competition to join your desired branch. Not only are cadets being trained to be competent leaders, but they're also preparing for a tryout, usually between their junior and senior years. Mitchell has been the admissions coordinator for the program for 13 years. She says she's seen a lot of hesitation in students, but encourages people to try out the program. Some of the ones that I see, because I, I am, quote-unquote, a recruiter, um, that we're trying to, like, trick you or trap you into, like, a service obligation or a commitment. And just uh, being unsure about military service, I think. They, they want to try it out without really signing on the dotted line. Mitchell thinks any sort of engagement with the program is awesome. And students shouldn't feel intimidated by the starched uniforms and fancy military words. So all of our 100 and 200 level classes are open enrollment, meaning you don't even have to be part of the program or interested in military service to take them. Uh, so it is kind of a risk-free way to learn about the military and try the military out without signing and committing to a term of service. Ponsness also thinks more people should give it a shot even though it's some of the hardest stuff she's ever had to do. I believe that when you do hard things, you become a better person, and it also pays for college. <laughs> My advice to anyone thinking of joining ROTC or you know, applying for a scholarship, one of the first things I would do is order a pair of boots because the issued boots are awful, they're terrible, they never break in, and you will be in pain if you wear them. The next time you see someone in uniform on campus, you don't have to salute. But Beckwith says maybe start a conversation if you're curious. The best thing we can do is ask questions. And, um, and on the same token, ROTC cadets can do better to be very open to questions or share their story and share what their ambitions are. Uh, myself, you know, having served in the military and still serving today, you know, that's, that's a component of who I am, but it doesn't define exactly who I am. In other news, UM's campus dining garden may be coming back. And in arts, a feature film by a UM alum to feature at the Roxy. And finally in sports, read about the Lady Grizz season and what lies ahead. Next time, listen as Alyssa Tompkins talks about the Davidson Honors College's Western Regional Honors Council Conference and the minds behind it. For this week's Cast, I'm Clayton Murphy. See you next week. <laughs>